Everything you know and have read about leadership development is about to be turned upside down. Leadership is a skilled profession. It requires discipline, the practice of specific principles. Leadership isn't about attaining power. It is about achieving the ultimate results of performance and productivity. Join us and learn about the influences, the sequences, and the consequences of leadership on the ground. This special edition series is made possible by Leadership Rigor, leading yourself, teams, and organizations. And now, here are your hosts, Erica Peetler and Todd Schnick. Good afternoon and welcome back to episode two of this special edition leadership series, Leadership on the Ground. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Erica Peetler, the author of Leadership Rigor. Hello, Erica. How are you? Hi, Todd. Good to be with you. It's good to be with you as well. Looking forward to today's episode. Our conversation in the introductory segment in this series really whet my appetite for more. I'm really looking forward to getting into this. Today's conversation is around altitude, and I'm really curious about what that means. But before we do that, before we get into today's discussion, provide the audience, remind them what leadership on the ground is all about. Yeah, leadership on the ground is really fundamentally about how do we get performance and productivity, and to get performance and productivity on the ground that we can see and that can really move business performance, there are things that we have to be consciously disciplined about, and there are things that we have to practice. And in these episodes, what I would like to dial into with you and the audience is, what are those things that we need to be consciously disciplined about and influence? What are those things that we have to practice? Because there's a sequence to them. And then hopefully we get the positive consequence of this performance and productivity on the ground. What I find so fascinating about this approach to leadership, this leadership on the ground idea, is there are some things we talk about that I've never spoken about when I've ever engaged in any kind of conversation around leadership. And that's why I find it so challenging, but yet so fascinating. Today's episode's around altitude, and I'm trying to get my head around why that matters. So help us understand why altitude matters when you're talking about leadership. Yeah, interesting, right? It's a great word. And ironically, leadership on the ground starts with altitude and something that we think of as being in the air. So let's just get grounded here, literally, because, you know, again, leadership is a skilled profession. So if you're going to skillfully put some things on the ground, you as a leader need to be consciously competent. You need to know what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. Again, our job as leaders is to be a role model. And we have to have some clarity around what is our job and are we working at the appropriate level, aka altitude, at the organization? Are we managing too much? Are we managing too little? Are we leading appropriately? Are we doing the right things? And we're going to talk about that. Are you talking about engaged in a lot of conversations where you would define a leader as a micromanager or you would define one as overly delegating and very disconnected? Is that what you're talking about here? It's exactly what I'm talking about. And you know I love models. And, and one of the critical models that really fits into the altitude equation is this model that I call do, manage, lead. And at the bottom, just imagine, you know, our hands are touching and we're doing things. We're doing the tasks. We're actually delivering the work. But at the next higher level of altitude, a level up is managing. We're working through people. We're working interpersonally. We're having conversations. We're developing people. They're getting the work done. At that next level of altitude, lead, which unfortunately a lot of leaders never actually get to because they only want to do the work and they, they don't feel so comfortable letting go of the work. But the work at the leadership level, when you are working at that lead level, you're prioritizing initiatives and you're allocating resources. That's what the altitude of leading is all about. And I work with a lot of CEOs and a lot of senior executives who really struggle with this very first concept that they have to be consciously disciplined about. 
Did I hear you correctly when you were describing this do manage lead model that a majority of leaders that you've interacted with have never achieved that top level? Yeah, you know, they're unconscious. First of all, they don't even realize that they're doing it. And they do a 360 feedback and the people that are on their team saying he's all over me or he does a lot of the work that I want to do and really micromanages me. And that's a real signal that this is a leader that may not understand what is the altitude that they need to be playing at. And here's a consequence that's really real for organizations. When people don't know what their altitude should be and how to play at it, they get compression, right? Everyone is doing a job a level down. So a CEO, for example, who's not playing at their appropriate altitude and working on the business, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, they're compressing the organization. That manager who can't let go of the details, who isn't delegating, who isn't allowing someone the space to really do their job, is compressing the organization. So what you have is you're paying people a lot of money. They're not necessarily leading at the level that they should be leading at. And we're not growing the bench. So there's a real consequence to performance and productivity that we're talking about on the ground because we're compressing resources. The opposite, working at the right altitude, getting people to do the things that they should be doing, managing through others at the right level, and actually leading when they need to, is that we get this concept called lift. We actually get people doing more and stretching in the organization so that the organization can grow faster, the people can grow faster. So it's a very important concept right off the bat to understand altitude. Uh, Yeah, now I'm beginning to understand this idea behind altitude. Is there a proper altitude? Is it fixed or is it different based on each person's individuality and skill set? It's a great question, right? There are times when myself or anyone in an organization should be appropriately doing, managing, and leading. And it's that understanding of when you need to be doing each of those roles that's so critical. So you really need to have an understanding of what goes on at those different roles. And I'll give you some practical examples. One of the models, Todd, I also like to work with is called a progressive mindset. And it literally looks like a big S. So if everybody draws a picture or just imagines a big S in their mind, you know, the bottom of that S is a little bit of that curve. And I call that curve the bevel. It's like step one. It's like we kind of get stuck in the bevel. It's hard to get out of the bevel unless you change things. You go up a level and that S has that nice little curve, right? That nice little subtle but significant shift. That I call the inflection point. And then the top of the S is called the crest. So if I were to say most leaders, let's say CEOs of organizations, senior executives, team leaders, They get stuck down in this bevel. They get stuck in doing, and they don't make it out of the bevel into the inflection point of appropriately managing, and they have an even harder time getting to the crest and leading. Now, here's the impact. We have a lot of people in the organization, and I'll just put words on those three positions of that S. There are people in the organization that like to solve problems. That's doing. They really should be thinking about processes and how do we get people to work more collectively and collaboratively to solve a system-based problem in an organization or a team around a process. And at that highest level, the crest of that S, we want to get people to think about, forget about the problem and the process. Who's the person, Todd, that I need to put in that role to take care of that situation and lead us through it? And people tend to stay in the problems don't get to the process, and really don't even realize that the real job is, do I have the right person in the right role? And you can determine that by where they are in that S model, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the do, manage, lead, the S, they map exactly together. And one of the most important tools that leaders can have is this awareness, right? If you're not aware of altitude, you don't understand the compression and back to on the ground. You're not understanding, I'm losing performance and productivity here. I'm paying more people to do more 
minor work than I'm really looking for in my organization. And I have these gaps. You know, I see time after time organizations who don't understand the impact of altitude. They're the same organizations that don't have ready now leaders who can take over the next role. Their succession planning is not good. People have gaps in skill sets. A lot of the work that I do with organizations is coming in and working with the leadership team to on the ground help them understand, let's get the altitude right. Let's start making expectations clear for people in terms of where they should be playing, how they should be playing, and what altitude means at their particular level. All right, Erica and I will return after this quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Piedler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure, and facilitate solutions. Leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced. Take the rigor challenge and ask yourself, do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully? Or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches? The choice is yours. Will you rigor it? You can purchase Leadership Rigor on Amazon or by visiting ericpetler.com. All right, Tachnik, back with Erica Petler and today's conversation around altitude. Uh, so, Erica, I hear you talk a lot about you have to look at leadership from three different focuses. One is the individual, one is the team, and one is the organization itself. How does altitude play in, in these three? Yeah, it's a great question because the altitude question really spans across all of those. And, you know, at that individual level, right, if you want to advance in the organization, you have to start really understanding what do you have to do to demonstrate that you have the skills and capabilities, but you got to start leaning into getting those interpersonal skills, those management skills, and demonstrating the ability to start leading process and start leading people. So, you know, you want to be focusing on stretching in that direction. If you're a manager, You really want to make sure if you're leading a team and you have people reporting to you, you're really developing that team and that you're working interpersonally and you're starting to let go more and more of the doing and giving them the space and letting them develop the ways to do it, getting their own styles, getting their own mistakes and their own learning on the ground. And you're now starting to play at that interface level where you're representing your team but you're starting to get involved in those organizational conversations and you're starting to be more of what we'll talk about later, a facilitator of progress for the organization. And then if you are on a senior executive leadership team, if you sit and you are there to help run an organization, you got to get real clear and real sharp about the fact that your primary goal is putting the right people in the right seats on the bus, prioritizing the initiatives and allocating the resources. And if you live there and you understand that, you can have a very, very powerful uh, impact you know, I tell my clients about is the altitude changes so significantly as you move through those three roles that you have to be prepared for it. It's the equivalent of a small engine jet to a 747 to ultimately the altitude at the organizational level is like a space station. Mm. The complexity is there and you really got to be prepared for it. Well, you went through this over the course of this episode, but I would love if you could kind of close out episode two here with this idea of, all right, so we got these two models we've talked about, this do, manage, lead model, and then the progressive mindset, the S model, this bevel, inflection, and crest. If I'm a leader and I might not necessarily believe that I'm doing something wrong, 
So walk me through how, as a leader of an organization or a team, I can use those models and do a quick assessment of where I stand to know oh, I have some work to do. Yeah, great question. So I'm going to go back to, are you solving problems? Because if you're solving problems, you're probably working at a due level. And I call that heroic leadership. And a lot of leaders love to get in there because they're so smart, they're so experienced, and they know what the answers are. And they I think love, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they love to get in there and solve the problem, makes them feel good. It's the worst thing a leader can do. When mm-hmm. leaders are solving problems, I know I have a coaching opportunity. What I want them to start thinking about is the first entry point, the altitude at a minimum that they should be coming in at is a system approach and a process. What's happening here? That if we solved it, it wouldn't occur again. Or if we solved it, it would be able to make us more productive and greater performance. Again, leadership on the ground. Ideally, I want leaders to be thinking about, am I really looking at the people and who is on the bus and in what seat? Because that's really the level of what leadership works at. And that's what I want to get people to be more aware of. All right. Outstanding. Well, now I have a clear understanding of the importance of altitude. That's going to really change my thinking about how I approach the leadership work that I do. All right. So that's all the time we have for today. We'll return soon with episode three about sequence. What the heck is the sequence all about with leadership? So on behalf of my colleague, Erica Pietler, I'm Todd Schneck. Leadership on the Ground will return next week. We'll see you then.